1204, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. How long can you eat Thanksgiving leftovers? Oh, I'm not still eating leftovers. Are you? Did you bring leftovers back from Ashland with your when you were down there with your family? I did. I brought home uh, two plates of food. I made a, a conscious effort to make sure that I got some to go. But honestly, I was a little bit disappointed this year. Normally, I'm eating Thanksgiving leftovers for like... At least, at least two or three days. And this time I only had it the next day. And that's it. It's all gone. It's all gone. I have a little bit of turkey still left in my fridge. And then I just Googled this like 30 seconds ago. Uh, I should not eat that turkey. According, How long does it last? According to this article, uh, about four days. Okay. Unless you freeze it. So Monday... The Monday after Thanksgiving is really your last day to safely eat leftovers. Starting Tuesday, it should be in the freezer. Today is Wednesday. Right. So those turkey leftovers are not in the freezer, so I think it's okay to pitch those. (laughs) Well, that should be fine with you because you don't love the Thanksgiving food anyways, right? Man, that was the problem with having two (laughs) Thanksgiving dinners. There's too much food left over. Right. You didn't even need to bring leftovers home because you just got leftovers at the second party. And now food is going to go to waste. Well, well glad, what can you do? Glad I looked that up. Yeah. I mean, what could I have gotten? Like salmonella Maybe? or something like that? I mean, it is pretty standard around here that one of us gets some kind of illness around Christmas. So no. this year, maybe it'll be salmonella. We've had enough illness this year to last us the, the entire year. Like, I, I just want to cruise through December. Right. Don't and, eat that turkey, And please. not have any more setbacks. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Morgan's morning is off to a little bit of a rough start. Yeah. She's here today with something that she usually has with her. Now, it's not here. Uh, we'll get into that next. It's the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. I think it's one of the worst feelings that you could possibly have when you're rushing around in the morning, trying to get out the door, trying to get to work. And at some point you realize you forgot something. Yeah, I forgot something pretty important today. What did you forget today? My whole purse, like my ID, my credit card, my debit card, my quarters for the parking meter. I mean, my cough drops. I can't live without (laughs) my cough drops all in my purse that are in my house. When did you realize this morning that you forgot your purse? As I was, I was about halfway to my car. I was opening the garage because I do have a garage spot. And you know, I contemplated turning back around and going inside. But do you know what my reasoning was for not going inside? I don't because I, I'm actually kind of bewildered that you didn't go back inside. I mean, you're still right there. I was halfway to my car and it was way too cold to turn around and go back inside. My parking spot isn't right next, isn't right next to my apartment. It's like, down the ways a little bit. So I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not walking in the cold. I just have to not get pulled over today and I'll be fine. That's interesting how you make that determination that this is worth it to go back and get the item that I forgot or not. Because over the, I'm trying to think, have I forgotten anything working at Q104? Yes. Your phone? No. Uh, I have forgotten my phone before, but not here. I have forgotten my laptop twice. Twice. And so I remember getting all the way to downtown Cleveland and remembering that my laptop is still at home because I left it out somewhere the night before. And I will drive, I will turn right around. What? And, because I need it. I need it for work. Like I can't. There's three 
computers in front of you that aren't your laptop. I know, but all the show information is on the laptop. So I need that for work. How? Believe me. I'm pretty sure it's on Google Drives, too, that you could pull up on any computer. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just easier with the laptop. It's what you know. It's what you're used to. I get it. But if I'm already here, oh, no way would I turn around and go back. I don't remember forgetting my phone working at this job. With my last job, I remember leaving my phone behind. Uh, and that's just one of those things where... If I'm really close, I'll turn around and get it. But if mm. I'm if I'm halfway there or I'm at work, it's like, well, it's lost. And then I'll just uh, I'll email all my coworkers and say, hey, I don't have my phone today. If you don't text me, email me today. Yeah, I would say the same thing. But I honestly, this is so bad. But I can't. I can't without my phone. Like I, that is the thing that I will go back for. Mostly because, well, I guess now that I'm a married woman, it might be a little different. But like when David and I. When David was living in London and I was living here and I forgot my phone, I would always think he's going to think something bad happened. Like, I need to make sure that I communicate with him that I'm up, I'm at work, whatever. Now, David, on the other hand, he leaves his phone everywhere except in his hand. So I guess Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be so concerned because he does it to me all the time. So if you are in the park, so we're... This morning, using this morning as an example, mm-hmm. if you had forgotten your phone yeah. instead of your purse, you would have gone back inside for the phone. I would have gone back inside, yep. And if, would- you, <laughs> if you are halfway to work and you're, you're on 90, going westbound to da- downtown, you realize you forget your phone. Mm-hmm. Do you turn around at that point? Probably not because I would be late for the show and I okay. would pr- prioritize being on time uh, as opposed to going back and getting my phone. But if I had the extra time, I probably would turn around and go get it. All right, so this this might be fun. 216-474-0104. It's kind of an informal survey. Okay. Like what survey you, says. What have you forgotten, and how important is it for you to turn around and get it? Like, is is there items? Is it? Are you like Morgan? Is it your cell phone? Like, no matter where you are, you're going to turn around and go get your phone. Uh, if you forgot your purse, like Morgan forgot her purse this morning, is that an item that you'll you can't live without? Yeah, you'll you'll pull out all the stops to go back and get it. Or are there things that you could just be like, ah, whatever. I'll get it later. (laughs) 216-474-0104. You've got the Q Morning Show this morning. Q104, Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Morgan forgot her purse this morning. Now, what's in that purse again? Everything. My ID, my debit card, my quarters to fill the meter, my cough drops. I miss my cough drops. How are you going to fill your meter this morning? Well, I think I have some left in my car. Hopefully, I'm just manifesting that right now because I'm not entirely too sure. Yeah. Glad we got that uh, downtown parking situation worked out where (laughs) we can have the smart parking and you're still finding change for your car. Right. Yeah. I can at least put two hours on my phone and hopefully I have... You know, enough quarters to get me through the rest of the day. Not in the morning, but I, I will leave the house frequently without my wallet. Like I, there's a lot of times when I leave and I don't have my wallet with me mm-hmm. because I keep my wallet in my bag, my work bag. And the reason I do that is because the key card for the parking garage is in my wallet. Okay. So if I have the bag, then I fairly certain I have the wallet and then I can just beep right. and I get into my parking garage. Easy. But then during the day, sometimes I'll forget to grab the wallet out of the bag and I don't have it. But then it's like, well, I, if I get pulled over, I get pulled over. 
I think there's other ways for them to run your run your license. Okay, that's what I was concerned about this morning. That was the only thought I had about going back. I was like, what if I get pulled over? And then I was like, Morgan, you haven't been pulled over in like four years. And the last time that you got pulled over, it was because your windows were tinted. Like, so it was just one of those things. But I pulled out of my driveway. I'm like going the speed limit, whatever, without my wallet or anything. And a cop pulls out and starts following me. And I'm like, are you joking? The one day that I need a cop not to follow me, he's following me for two miles. <laughs> but thankfully, I mean, I was going the speed limit, so he didn't pull me over. But my heart was racing. Isn't it funny how even if you know you're not doing anything wrong, if a cop is behind you, like my heart is in my stomach. Sure. Even if you know you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, I've been pulled over enough times in my life where, yeah, that gives me some anxiety, some dread if yeah. I see a, a cop car behind me. Because I don't want to ruin the streak. I haven't been pulled over in a long time either. Yeah, let's knock on wood because we're going to come back in tomorrow and one of us is going to have a story about getting pulled over. Someone texted in at uh, 216-474-104. Uh, I will turn all the way around to go back home to get my headphones for the gym. That's a good one. <laughs> all the way around is in all capitals too, which means he means business. Oh, I forget. I forgot my headphones. Oh, it looks like you're not going to the gym today. today. I have my workout clothes. I forgot water, but I usually go steal water from uh, steal water the sale side in their fridge. Oh, nice. If I forget water, headphones. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. Can you be the guy or the person that is at the gym and you listen to audio on your phone? No. That's a no-no, Yeah, right? that's a no. We're not even going into that conversation right now because it's a hard no. What if you're the only one in the gym? Well, that might be a little bit different, but... All right, we'll get into that another time. Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way next. What are you working on this morning, Oh, Morgan? tons of stuff this morning. Uh, Jen Shaw is reportedly working out with Theranos' Elizabeth Holmes in prison. Yeah, she started a workout class, and everyone's into it. We'll tell you about it next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Let's dive into a Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan right here. Jen Shaw is reportedly working out with Theranos' Elizabeth Holmes in prison. So Jen Shaw might be one half of the most surprising celeb collab of the year, if what sources are saying is true. Insiders claim that the former Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star has launched a workout program alongside Elizabeth Holmes, a rep for the reality celeb Says the controversial founder of Theranos has attended Shaw's Shaw Amazing Abs class. And if you have never watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, everything that Jen Shaw did, her, her kind of shtick was everything was Shaw Amazing and the Shaw Squad. So the fact that they know this class is named the Shaw Amazing Abs, it's 100% true. I believe every second of it. And I believe Jen is like, I heard they're calling her Jen Fonda. In prison. If you gotta pass the time, you gotta pass the time, right? I'm glad they're having so much fun in prison. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Nick Cannon is spilling the details on how he will spend Christmas with his <laughs> 11 
kids. Yes, 11 kids. So he told Entertainment Tonight over the weekend, St. Nick will be in every chimney I could possibly be in. He says it's all about the kids. So you'll definitely see us doing some fun over the top stuff in the next 30 days and that he would be racking up the frequent flyer miles over the next month to spread Christmas cheer to all of his 11 kids. This guy, Nick Cannon, he just cannot get away from this question. (laughs) Well, He's going to be asked about this every time that Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood someone's just going to ask about the kids. I feel like he's embracing it well. He seems to be be prepared to get the question and then he has some kind of an answer like that. It is a fair question. I mean, people want to know how do you do Christmas with 11 kids from, like, what, seven different women? (laughs) How do you do that? The people want to know. I guess. <laughs> and Tiffany Haddish says she will get some help after her DUI arrest. This is the second one of the year. She was found asleep at the wheel last week after performing at the Laugh Factory and later joked about praying for a man with a job, a career, preferably a man in uniform before the incident. So this followed a previous arrest in 2022 for an alleged DUI as well. She spoke with Entertainment Tonight saying, I'm going to get some help. So I I can learn balance and boundaries. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Morgan says it's a dream come true. Oh, it's an answer to prayer. What is she talking about? We'll find out next. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, it's Morgan and Bill. Joy's on the line. Joy, did you forget something this morning, too? Yes, I forgot my badge to uh, get into my building. <laughs> and you were reminded that because we were talking about myself leaving my purse at home. Yep. As soon as I pulled into my parking lot, I was looking in my car and I was like, oh, geez, here we go. Yeah. So then I turned right around and <laughs> my badge. I have it now. You have to. You can't get in without it, right? <laughs> no. And the key to my classroom, like I need it all. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that before, Morgan. We have the, the key card to get into the Halley building mm-hmm. and then to get into the to the radio station. That is on my set of keys. I remember one morning I borrowed Paula's car. I took Paula's car to work, and I took her keys. I didn't have my keys. And, oh, my gosh, when I realized that, I mean, you would have thought that I was a lunatic. <laughs> like, I just went, ah! And I, st- I think I started... Punching the steering wheel. Oh gosh! Because yeah, it it screws up your whole day. You have to turn around. You have to go get it. It throws everything off. So are you late for work? No, not at all. I'm actually very early. Well, good. Eight minutes from work, so it was not that big of a deal. Good, good, good. That's why, yeah, that's why you get an early start in case (laughs) there's... Absolutely, because you never know. Yeah, if there's any setbacks. Thank you, Joy, for having us on this morning. All right, thank you. Olivia Rodrigo, Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now it's Morgan and Bill. So Morgan says, this is a dream come true. Yes. I have no idea what this is. I know we're not talking about smart parking in downtown Cleveland. No. (laughs) Because that was supposed to be a dream come true. But Morgan has some fundamental issues with that. We won't get into that now. What is your new dream come true? Doritos (laughs) has created... An AI software to mute the sound of crunching 
chips. What? <laughs> this is literally my dream come true. This is your dream? If you know anything about me, what is it that I cannot stand? The sound of someone eating. Yes. Or drinking. So even though, uh, let's get into the details of this first and I'll tell you my idea because this has just triggered a bunch of ideas in me. Doritos. This is for uh, gamers, right? You know how they have the headsets on and like Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, a lot of times when you're gaming, you're eating Doritos and it can get really annoying to the person who can hear you on the other end. Like, (laughs) right, which is like the worst noise I think you could possibly make. So they've created this AI software that you can download. It's an app and you can like click it when you're gaming so that you can still talk to people, but they won't hear you crunching your chips in their ears. So the software filters out the chewing. Yes. That's pretty remarkable. So how can we get that in this studio? How can we create an AI software so that I can't hear when... Um, my lovely co-host Bill slurps his tea in the morning. That's the only thing that bugs me is the tea slurping. So you'd have to get some software that would that would filter out the sound of. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like. It's more like that. <laughs> is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's I know it's a, it's a me problem. It's not a you problem. I take responsibility. I'm gonna record the next time I have tea. I'm gonna record that because <laughs> well, I want to I want to hear what that sounds sometimes like. Sometimes you do it like right in the microphone too, and I'm like, oh, Bill, at least like you know, either turn the microphone off so it's not right in my ears, or ease on down the road a bit. But maybe we can figure out the AI software either in my headphones or in your microphone. Okay. So where it would completely eliminate, or maybe I could reach out to Doritos and ask how much money the technology is worth and see if they would sell it to us. I'm so glad we're using artificial intelligence for (laughs) very important things like this. Right. I mean, hey, they're either going to take your job or they're going to make sure that you don't hear crunching Doritos. So which would you rather have? And it's so specific. It's crunching Doritos. Right. (laughs) Is that the only thing? Yeah, literally, it's called Dorito Silent. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the app. So I guess I'm not the only one that has that trigger inside of them when they hear people eating chips or slurping or whatever that it just drives them insane. Oh, I'm sure it's a common thing. Can they come up with artificial software to, you know, when, you, when you're playing video games and you're eating Doritos, not to get the Doritos, uh, what do you call it? The oh, Doritos yeah, the dust stuff all over your hands. All over the game controls, because I would like that to happen. Because <laughs> when my kids are eating... Oh, yeah, your kids. I pick up the controller and it's like, oh, gross. Put the request in. That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Good morning. You know who the Property Brothers are, right? Yeah. I don't know their names. Drew and Jonathan. Drew and Jonathan. And one of them the is married to Zoe Deschanel, right? Is that right? Yeah, I, didn't know I think that. so. I don't know which one. It's either Drew or Jonathan Scott. <laughs> one of them is married to Zoe. Um, so they are the property brothers from HGTV and I just stumbled across this article. They have two tips for successful house hunting. So if you're in the market right now, you're looking for a house, which I, from what I understand is still horrible, really an ordeal, uh, to try to find a house. But the second tip has me triggered. Okay. So, but here's the first tip. Uh, the Scott brothers say, 
leave emotion out of the decision-making process. So they suggest bringing another person for an objective perspective and making a list of pros and cons while you tour the house and do that so you don't make it an emotional decision. Okay, that's one. Okay. Here's the one that has me triggered. Be suspicious if a homeowner claims to have built or renovated themselves anything in the house. Okay, why does that make you suspicious? Because that is my house right now. That is the house that we moved into. Okay. It was redone by the previous homeowner who we were told is a licensed contractor. Okay. And so he did all the work himself. And I'll tell you this, it looks beautiful. Okay. Okay. Everything looked fine when we moved in. But But since we moved in. It has been nothing but just finding a list of things that are just really shoddy work and things that are that are broken, um, that have broken since we moved in. Like what? So I so far I know that we've we've replaced our kitchen faucet already. So it was a it was a faucet that he replaced, but something was wrong where it wasn't draining properly. So we had to have somebody in to replace the kitchen faucet. Okay. Uh, he redid the kitchen and literally like the panning paneling on the breakfast bar completely mm-hmm. fell off what? like just fell off how does that happen and and was just laying there for for i don't know how long until we finally got a handyman to come over there and redo the whole thing uh the worst one right now that we're dealing with is the bathroom door in my bedroom so the door is like it's this mid-century modern thing where he hung up the door and it's it's a old barn door. Okay, for re- your bathroom door. Repurposed and it slides. Okay, it slides to open. Well, that is falling off the wall oh, now. Oh no! So the what door, the, heck? the door doesn't open and close properly, and right now it's just leaning against the wall. And so in the morning <laughs> when I get up and I jump in the shower and I'm brushing my teeth and everything else in the morning, I am now waking Paula up in the morning. Because the I turn on the light, it shines directly on her face. Yeah. And she Paula is so mad at this guy. Like it is it's it's really a unique thing when you hate someone so much and you've never even met the person. <laughs> <laughs> like Paula says, if I ever meet this guy in person, I am gonna punch him squarely in the face. Do you know who it is? Like I have, have no you idea. had oh you've not you've not had any contact with this person. No well, actually, so I don't even know his name. Like if you it's probably in the paperwork or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And, and it's funny because he had a package delivered to the house. And I can't even, like, obviously the package is in his name. I can't even remember the name. But a long time ago, so it, this package delivered to the house. And one day this guy shows up at the front door and he's like, my name is so-and-so. I used to, to live here. You met him. I met him. And, and you don't remember his name? I can't remember his name. Oh, but I gave, him his, uh, I gave him his package. And I told Paula that later in the day. She's like, did you punch him in the face? And I said, no, <laughs> no I didn't do that. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, again, the Property Brothers are right. Well, at what? least I'm writing that down for when I start house hunting. Yeah. Don't do what Bill did. <laughs> Watch it. Like, I don't know if there's any way to know. I mean, the guy was a licensed contractor. Yeah. He's just a bad contractor, well, I guess. Well, there you have it. Hash It Out is on the way this morning. It's Courtney and Max. Now, they're married. And... Max did something over the weekend that has Courtney, speaking of triggered. Courtney, Up in arms. Yeah, Courtney is really hot okay. over this. Max 
doesn't see the big deal at all. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Hash It Out is next on the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. We're going to hash it out this morning. Let's do it. This is where you and someone in your life are at a standstill over something. It's something that you disagree about. You're trying to sway the other person to see your point of view. And then all of a sudden you just say, enough! (laughs) We're taking this to Morgan and Bill to talk some sense into you. Who are we talking to today? This morning, it's a married couple. Courtney and Max. Let's see what's going on. Courtney's the one that reached out to us first. Max is here. He's listening into everything that Courtney is saying. Courtney, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hi. Tell us what's going on with you and Max. Uh, Excuse me, I'm a little nervous. Okay. So... We, my husband and Max and I have an 11-year-old son. He's a doll. He's wonderful. He makes a lot of friends at school. He has um, one of his best friends um, has a, is a son of a single mom. And um, let's just call her Katie. That's not her real name, but I don't want to, you know. Okay. Gotcha. Spot here. Um, and so uh, Katie um you know, we're all friendly, of course. We all have kids in the same class. We all, you know, see one another. Anyway, a, a couple weeks uh, before Thanksgiving, Katie called Max, my husband, and invited him. She had an extra ticket to see uh, a Cavs game um, the Saturday Thanksgiving weekend. And mm, I just have to tell you, really didn't. Rubby the right way. I okay. don't understand why. I mean, she's a single mom, and she's calling my husband. Katie yeah. called your husband with an extra ticket yes. to go to the game. Just yes. the two of them to go yes. to the game? It's the kids as well. I'm okay. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's the kids as well, but she had an extra ticket for a, a grown She I Okay. She didn't want to go just with the two boys. And she All right, had an gotcha. extra ticket. Because okay, I was going to stop you right there. If she's calling your husband to go to a Cavs game, <laughs> just the two of just them. Just the two of them. Yes, you're right, Courtney. I don't even mean to hear what Max has to say, but please continue. So you think that this is weird that the four of them are going to go to a Cavs game? Yes, and I, I wish you wouldn't think it wasn't weird. You now, I, it doesn't seem to strike you as weird anymore because the kids are there. I don't think that makes a difference. I think it's completely um, just. Uh, inappropriate? I want to use the word tacky. Inappropriate. Thank you. So you're saying if someone should have been invited, it should have been you and your son, not your husband and your son. Thank you. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yes and yes. A hundred thousand percent. Yes. I think it's weird. All right. I think I think I got it. Any other more follow-up questions for I'm Courtney? I'm ready to hear okay. from Max. Max, welcome in. Hey, good morning, everybody. All right, so you've heard everything that your wife, Courtney, has to say. Tell Mm -hmm. us about getting the invite to go to the Cavs game with Katie. (laughs) As much as I love my wife, this is just another example of her taking something completely innocent and twisting it so it seems so scandalous. I think she just watches too many reality shows or something. <laughs> <laughs> it would do that to your brain, I can confirm. Social media and all that stuff, you know, I don't know. But um, look, it was a, Katie here uh, asked me because she knows I'm a huge Cavs fan. Look, <laughs> I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. she just knows I would enjoy the game more. I mean, my wife would be bored there. And 
and so when she called me, she said, would you like to go to the Cavs game? And so our sons could spend some time together and make some memories together. That is it. And anything beyond that, it's just my wife's imagination running wild. I call BS. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you, listen, let me explain to you about Katie, okay? She's a sweet, sweet woman, but she is single and ready to mingle. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't trust when the, her. When the boobers are out, you know, she's always got the rack out, and she's always got the tight stuff on. I mean, wow. no judgments, but judgments. No judgments. No, I'm sorry. It makes me very nervous. I don't. I don't need my husband to be bonding with this woman. I have a question. Yeah, like yes. Out of the two of you, Courtney and Max, who is closer with Katie? Uh, it doesn't seem like it's Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you, I mean, but Max, do you have a close I mean, relationship with her? I don't know. We just have do good you, numbers Max? because. Do you? <laughs> I mean, what do you consider close? I mean, it's not, we don't text or DM each other or any of that. You know, we just mm-hmm. talk about our kids and friends Thank and what goodness. boys do and okay. all that stuff that boys do that my wife doesn't that. really understand. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah, I, we gotta... I think we have all the evidence here. Okay. So Courtney and Max are friends with a woman named Katie who is single. She's a single mom and their kids are friends. There's four tickets to a Cavs game. Katie wants to take the two boys. And then she asked Max to go to the game. Courtney has a really big problem with that, especially with Max saying yes. I, I do have one follow-up question. Max, did you have fun at the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and my son, we had a blast. Don't All admit right. that. <laughs> Wait until your wife's off the phone. Were you guys on the kiss cam? Stop, you and stop, Katie? stop, stop, stop. Okay, that would... <laughs> um, I mean... Was this wrong for Max to have gone to the Cavs game with Katie and with the two boys? 216-474-0104. We will discuss next. Q104. Yeah. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill hash it out. Here's what happened. Uh, over the weekend, Max went to a Cavs game. I think he went to that uh, the Cavs-Lakers game this past Saturday night. He went to the game with Katie, who is not his wife, uh, and is a single mom and his son and uh, his son's friend. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm already confusing this. I'm already setting this up and, and confusing myself. Is all right. So it's it's Courtney and Max. They are married. Yes. They're the ones hashing it out this yes. morning. Uh, Katie is a friend of theirs, uh, and their two sons are friends. Um, and then Katie had an extra ticket to the Cavs game, invited Max, not Courtney. And Courtney's like, why are you, a single woman, inviting my husband to a Cavs game? She's like, you could have invited me. My husband could have not gone. So uh, Courtney's, Courtney's riled up this morning. Have you picked a side here? Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right, let's, let's go to calls, and then we'll, we'll wrap up with, uh, with whose side we're on. Uh, Tracy's in Middleburg Heights. Tracy, good morning. Good morning. Whose side are you on here? Is it Courtney or is it Max's? Should Max have gone to the Cavs game with Katie? I mean, if Courtney trusts Max, it doesn't matter how many women fling themselves at him. If he's a faithful husband, he's not going to care. He doesn't care. If If you're worried about him or jealous of the girl or... You know, are are not feeling comfortable. You know, maybe out of respect, he could have not went with her. Okay. But 
All right, Tracy. I, mean, I, I appreciate you listening this morning and, and, and calling in. That's uh, Tracy number one. Yeah, that's Tracy. We have Tracy the sequel. <laughs> Tracy's in Perry. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Tracy. Are, do you agree with the other Tracy? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, sorry, Max, but I totally disagree. I think um, maybe you should have asked Katie, since she had an extra ticket that she was offering you, if you could purchase the ticket from her and possibly take your wife and the oh. two boys. Oh. oh, that would have been an interesting solution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, Katie might have really wanted to go to the game, too. With Max. But that would have. <laughs> but, but who should have come up with. Tracy, who should have come up with that solution, though? Should, it have, should Max have thought of that on his own, or is it okay for Courtney to suggest that? I don't think it matters, but it would have looked a lot better if Max would have suggested it. Yeah, because Max doesn't see a problem with the situation at all. Uh, Sierra is in Brunswick. Sierra, good morning. Morning. Whose side are you taking here? Is it Courtney's or is it Max's? Courtney's, 100%. If my husband's uh, friend, who wasn't like a close friend especially, just asked him to go to the game to take their boys, and she knew me as well. First off, regardless of the scenario, he wouldn't do it. Now, if it were, we have friends that are females that were mutual friends with, but they would call me first, and they would say, hey, I got, you know, four tickets. I really want to go with, you know, my kid. I figured, you know, either you or Max could go and bring your your son now that that would be fine let me come up with what i feel comfortable with not just invite him like that's weird yeah it's it was the unusual part for me the the fact that katie thought of max first Mm -hmm. and not courtney so you've heard all the evidence morgan where are you citing oh i'm team courtney a hundred percent all day long yeah i mean her delivery wasn't the best in my opinion but if my husband went to a basketball game with a single mom i would cut him yeah like i feel like as a husband though you should just have that respect for your wife to not go and especially if she had an issue with it like don't put yourself in that situation where other, and I know it's like, who cares what other people think, but like, imagine the optics of that. Yeah. Like you run into somebody, you know, and you're married and you're with a single mom and your kids are together. That looks really bad. I've been thinking about this and and it's funny that you would be mad at David for this. I think Paula's reaction would be like, all right, have at it. Really? You want to go to the game with Katie? That's fine. It depends on Katie's personality. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of things we don't know about Katie. If it was somebody that you're like, oh, I have absolutely no question that nothing is going to happen. But that wasn't the vibe I was getting from Courtney. I also think Paula's reaction would be don't spend a whole lot of money at the game. (laughs) Like you better spend like no more than a 100 bucks at the concession stand. Right. But what it comes down to is if I got a call or a text from Katie that said, do you want to go to the Cavs game with me and the boys? The the thing that would be in my head is... No. <laughs> can't no, do it. No, yeah, not going to happen. You just can't do it. You can't do it. I can't think of any situation in my life or any relationship no. that I think that would be okay. Sorry, Max. You shouldn't have gone. Courtney, you won this one.
We'll get to a Hollywood dirt sheet next. Battle of the Burbs on the way, too. You've got Q104 this morning. Thanks for being here. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. If it's happening in the world of Hollywood, you're about to find out about it. Morgan's got a Hollywood dirt sheet right here. Harvard's Taylor Swift course will cover her songs and now her relationship with Travis Kelsey. Harvard University is offering a course, Taylor Swift and Her World, with a focus on the literary merit of Taylor Swift's work. Um, the course is led by English professor Stephanie Burt, who is a Swiftie but claims her fandom is not the only reason she's teaching the class. It will explore Taylor's songs as well as her personal life, including her relationship now with Travis Kelsey. Uh, Bert says that how much they focus on Travis will depend on how many songs Taylor Swift writes about him in the future. Cher jokes about Believe turning 25. It's not that amazing, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Pisses me. It pisses the out of me and you can't put that out. Yes, we can. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it just is like, what is this? She can't believe that it's such a big hit after 25 years. Uh, the song was a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 when it came out in 1993. It also helped put auto-tune on the map. Uh, meanwhile, Cher revealed that she's working on a memoir, saying it's very difficult because I've lived too long and I've done too many things. And Dateline star Keith Morrison is speaking out after the death of his stepson, Matthew Perry. The star's stepdad was Dateline host Keith Morrison, and he's finally broken his silence, but he did it to help others. He posted on Giving Tuesday uh, that he prompted followers and fans to donate to the Matthew Perry Foundation, which aims to help those struggling with the disease of addiction. He wrote on Twitter, this is not the thing I commonly do, this pitch, but this year is different. Do what you can. He would have been grateful and then had a link to the Matthew Perry Foundation. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Two residents from two different suburbs go head to head in a best of five trivia challenge. Battle of the Burbs is next. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's meet our contestants this morning. First up, it's Kim in Avon, a graduate of Magnificat High School. Kim, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. And you're going to be taking on Alan, representing Willoughby and a graduate of Scott Something County in Kentucky. <laughs> right, Hi, Alan? Alan? Good luck. <laughs> yes, sir. Good morning. All right, Kim, Alan, welcome in. It's a best of five question challenge. Your name is your buzzer. Here we go with question number one. What is the biggest city in Ohio? Kim. Kim? Columbus. Columbus is correct. Question number two. Cher's hit song, Believe, is how many years old? Kim. Kim? Uh, I'll say 20. It's not 20. Alan, do you have a guess? 27. It's 25. 25. Uh, Question number three. In the movie The Wizard of Oz, what is the color of Dorothy's shoes? Kim. Alan. Kim? 
Red. Red is correct. Okay, Kim, you're up two. Alan, you have yet to get on the board. You could win if you get this question right, Kim. Question number four. In what city does the sitcom Cheers take place in? Kim. Kim for the win. Is it Boston? It is Boston. A clean sweep. Very impressive. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I didn't think you were going to get the cheers question. Yeah, the cheers question was oh, hard. I guess it's I, a, I, go I ahead. graduated in the late 90s. I watched Cheers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, iconic TV show. Thank you, Kim, for having us on this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Battle of the Burbs on you. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So there is a sound that I make, that Morgan says that I make. Every day. That drives her crazy. Yeah, it's like nails on a chalkboard, instantly irritated. So this is what I do right around 8 o'clock every morning after Battle of the Burbs. I will go grab a hot cup of my organic throat coat. <laughs> it's uh, I usually have the lemon echinacea. Okay. <laughs> and I do this just to, to keep my voice you know, flowing. Uh, because I need it for four hours a day. Um, I didn't know I was doing this, but I guess I sip my tea loudly. I wouldn't call it sipping. Okay. <laughs> you are a slurper. Okay, but in my defense, you also have a condition, or at least it, it's not... <laughs> self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed condition. For of, sure. What is it called again? It's misophonia. So it's like the... I, I, hatred is a strong word, but it is like... Certain sounds just irritate me, and slurping happens to be one of them. Okay, but because you have this condition, mm-hmm. my sipping of tea could be absolutely normal, and it just affects you because of your condition. Well, would you like to ask others? Is that, is that what we're about to do? So what I did uh, in the last 10 minutes or so, I actually, with that, I just did everything normal. I went to go get my tea, I sat down, I hit record... But then I just sip my tea as I normally do. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> I was like, oh, what is he doing? What is he doing? But I didn't say anything to you, did I? You tell me if this is if this is too much. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes me want to die. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I literally, at first I was going to give it to you. I'd be like, okay, it's not that bad, but... Do you even need people to answer the question? Because did you just hear yourself? <laughs> Do you need people to answer the question? Do not play it again. Oh, or at yeah, least let time. me turn the time. volume down. One more time. One more time. Okay. <laughs> it's so bad. Can you understand now why it maybe grinds my gears a bit? It sounds it sounds like a zipper. Literally, and you do it into the microphone like well, the a mi- lot. The microphone is in front of me. It's right. not like I'm it's not like I'm trying to do it on purpose. It's I just the know, microphone is right here. But just turn your head a little bit, please. <laughs> so do you understand now? Are you a little bit more compassionate towards me and my I It's not a so. disease, but, <laughs> but kind also, of is. Also, 
you know, the processing on the audio that we play, it enhances everything. Right, so right, right. That may be an exaggeration of, Ooh, of how I see it. That was rough. <laughs> wow, that well, was rough. <clears throat> this is good because this leads us into what we want to get into next. Uh, what do you eat or drink in a weird way. And this doesn't have to be something that irritates you. Right. It just has to be weird. Right. I mean, I drink my coffee in here in a weird way, and I'm surprised, Bill, that you've never said anything about it. All right, let's get into this next. It's Q104. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. <laughs> Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. We're getting into things that you eat or drink in a weird way. This is all because Morgan noticed that, well, she says that I sip weird or sip too loud. I sip my tea too loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we you need do. To play do the you example. Play again? I'm turning my headphones off. All right, down. last time. <laughs> Okay. I didn't hear it that time. I couldn't. I've already heard it twice. So she says that's too loud. And so I drink, I don't know if I drink tea in a weird way. It's you just slurp. in a loud way. Yeah, you're a slurper. Right. Well, or at least you say so. Oh, somebody else on the text just said, Morgan, if Bill does that again, just, I don't know if I can say that on the radio. <laughs> you don't want to know what they want me to do to you if you do that again. They say that is the worst. It is. It is. But things that you eat or drink in a weird way, this doesn't have to be something that's irritating to you. Right. I mean, it can be irritating to you, but it doesn't, it just has to be weird. Yeah. For example, because you're, you're giving an example of something that I haven't even noticed. Right. I'm surprised that you haven't noticed my weird habit every day, unless you have, and I just don't know. What is it? I have coffee every day, and I drink hot coffee out of a straw. Well, why would I think that's weird? Do people drink hot coffee out of a straw? It's probably unusual. But well, that is unusual weird. <laughs> how would I know that you have hot coffee in there? Well, I drink coffee every morning well, out I know, of this but a, cup. A lot of people drink iced coffee. Well, first of all, you're you're assuming a lot that I notice things right. because I don't <laughs> I don't notice a lot of things that are happening around me. Right. But also, I am even if it did bother me, I'm a tolerant person. Right. You wouldn't say and anything? I wouldn't say anything. Well, I didn't I'm say like, anything to you for two years about your slurping. <laughs> two years. And now it's just rushing Cats out, out of the bag. Um, but yeah, to- do you want to know why I drink my hot coffee out of the straw? Why? Because I noticed that when I was drinking it like in a regular mug every day at work, that my teeth were getting stained. So mm. I choose... The straw, because it helps my teeth not to get stained, at least not as quickly, from drinking coffee every day. I have heard of that before. Yeah. And that's why some people also drink red wine out with of a straw. A, with a straw. I've never seen anybody do that before. To avoid staining your teeth. Interesting. So that would that would be unusual. What's another example of unusual? I eat my pizza with a fork. I'm one of those people. Every time, pizza every, with a fork. Every time. Pizza with the fork. Um, because I dip it in ranch. So, like, you cut off a little piece and then you dip it so it doesn't get all messy. The only time I use my hands to eat pizza is when I get to the crust. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of a couple of things that I do that I, I don't know if I don't know if they're common or not. I'll, I'll tell, tell you. you. Okay. All right. Let, <laughs> so let's get into that. 216-474-0104. What do you eat or drink in a weird way? People comment on it. They're, they're like, like, what? Why do you do it that way? <laughs> it can be irritating. It doesn't have to be. It's Q104. I used to float. Now I just fall. 
Billie Eilish. It's Q104. Morgan and Bill, we're talking about foods that you eat or drink weird in yeah. an unusual way. Um, a text came in, says my friend would eat barbecue ribs with a knife and fork. So similar to you eating pizza with a fork. Yeah. Barbecue. I get it. I get it. I get why you would do that. Yeah. For a very long time, I ate wings with a fork. Now, I, I don't get that. <laughs> like that. I, and with the ribs, at least you can you can take the fork and, and just peel Scrape the meat off. right yeah. off the bone. But yeah. with wings, I would think that'd be really difficult. I've matured, so now I don't do that anymore. But I think just as a kid, my mom always did it. So I just mm-hmm. would mimic what my mom would do and yeah. eat the wings with the fork. Ribs, a bad first date food. I guess if you get ribs on a first date, you would want to eat with a knife and fork. <laughs> Definitely. Got to pick those bad boys up. Uh, Matthew from Cleveland's on hold. I'm going to get to him in a second. I just wanted to get mine out there real quick. So there, there's two things that I thought of. Um, so when I make sunny side uh, eggs, sunny side up, um, I will take the toast and I will dip them into the yolk. And that's how okay. I'll eat them. So Interesting. I call them... I don't know if it's that's unusual. It's just the old way that I've always done it, and I call it dippy eggs. Dippy eggs. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of dippy eggs. You've heard eggs. of dippy eggs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because that that's one when I bring it up, people look at me kind of weird. The other one is when I eat chili. Okay. So I have a big steaming hot bowl of chili right there, and I'll take saltine crackers, and I will butter a saltine cracker, and then I will take the chili, and I'll scoop the chili onto the cracker, and I will eat it that way. You butter each cracker individually? Butter each cracker individually. <laughs> so instead of wow. taking chili from the from the spoon to my mouth, it goes on a cracker first. A buttered cracker. A buttered cracker. <laughs> so th- there's a lot of effort that, that goes into it. That is a lot of effort. My dad used to do it that way, and that's how I learned it, and that's how I eat chili. And I've never seen anybody else do it that way. No, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Matthew, uh, what is your food item that you eat in an unusual way? Uh, I slice up tomatoes and then I put sugar on them. Sugared tomatoes. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, like We can make BLTs and the leftover tomatoes. I just grab it and put some sugar on it and then I eat it with a fork and it's, it's delicious. <sighs> what made you want to do this one day? Um, my grandmother did it um, when I was younger, and so I just was like, oh, this is really good, um, and that's pretty much how that happened. We're all just mimicking our grandparents, yeah. our parents. Well, They're passing down these weird traits to us. <laughs> right. Well, well, with the chili thing, I yeah. did the same thing because my grandfather did that. Oh, yeah. It must be an, an older generational kind of thing because my friends now, they think it's weird, but I learned it from my dad. It's so good. People think it's weird, but it's still good. All right. There you go. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate uh, you listening this morning. So there you go. There you go. I love talking about food, don't you? Now I want to make a big (laughs) bowl of chili. Sounds really good. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. What? I was just humming along to Selena Gomez, and then I turned on the microphone, and I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) why am I humming? Uh Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan. Let's do that right here. Speculation is hardcore right now on what's up with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey now that she is on a tour break. So the latest rumor is that Taylor will be staying at Travis's new Kansas City home with him. The Daily Mail reports they will be spending weeks at a time together in the mansion he bought last month so they can keep their romance low key. 
Um, Travis has a handful of regular season NFL games left, but Taylor's tour doesn't pick back up until February. So she does have some downtime. Christine Brown gets a Sister Wives spinoff special. So Christine Brown has rebuilt her life after splitting with Sister Wives star Cody Brown. Among the changes was her dream wedding to David Woolley, and that will be the focus of a spinoff special of Sister Wives. TLC released a statement saying, after years of struggling in her plural marriage to Cody, Christine Brown has met the love of her life, David Woolley. Um, After a year-long courtship, they are getting married, set against the the majestic red rocks of Moab, Utah. Christine gets the big traditional wedding she has always dreamed of having. Part one of the wedding special will air on January 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern, with a part two airing January 14th at the same time. And a Dutch edition of a book on the royal family has been pulled from shelves after revealing who made the comment about Archie's skin color? So publishers of a new tell-all from one royal family insider, Omid Scoby, are scrambling to contain what some are saying is a huge error. Uh, Dutch company Xander Publishers confirmed it was ordered to stop its printing of Endgame inside the royal family and the monarchy's fight for survival. Sources say the Dutch version included the identity of the family member of the royal family who, who questioned Prince Archie's skin color. Um, All sides have kept the name of this family member guarded as of this writing. My question is, how do you let that slip? Like, if you're not going to put it in the book, don't put it in any version of the book, right? Makes sense to me. Which makes me think that it's not an accident. I mean, it's not oh, rocket science, right? I, I don't think it's an accident. No. Okay. Well, no. anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Mariah Carey is going to be at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse next week. We'll have t- a chance for you to win some tickets coming up after 9. Real life. Real Cleveland. Let them know, baby. Let them know. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104.